Hi, this is Christy Bates of Oxford, Mississippi. Welcome to Episode 70, a midweek meditation episode of the Deep South Dharma Podcast, being released Wednesday, August the 12th, 2020. You know, one of the reasons that lots of folks have trouble sitting down regularly to practice meditation is a recognized or unrecognized fear of loss of control. The truth is when we sit down to practice, we don't know what's going to happen. Of course, we may sit down with particular practices in mind, We may have the hope that we will feel more centered or what have you. But also, we may wake up with our conditioning already trying to run our day and our little to-do list of all the things that seem so important. And something in us, that thing that likes to try to maintain control, knows that if we sit down to meditate even for a few moments, our priorities shift as we calm, as we come into a more receptive mode, as we really look at our conditioning and we look at our agenda and decide what is or isn't so important. And sometimes it may be that something that wasn't even on our agenda arises in that space we create. Some idea for something caring we can offer to another person or something that we can do for ourselves that we have been meaning to do and keep forgetting to do. So all of those results may be lovely, but on the front end, there is this resistance against that, against this fear that we're going to lose the thread of whatever our goals happen to be. So this is part of the reason that we gather live with other people to practice. Even though these days a lot of that gathering, and for us at Deep South Dharma, currently that gathering is happening online. Not In the not too distant future, as it starts to cool off just a little bit, we'll begin uh, meeting together, um, maybe outdoors when it's not so mercilessly hot distanced in our camping chairs, but we will still continue to offer these online opportunities because, well, partly because I've enjoyed them and because they're so important. Sitting with other people allows us a sense of company and comradeship in getting through that initial wave of resistance to the loss of control and allows us to to remember that there are things we value more than control. So that's what we're up to in today's practice recorded at our live midweek meditation session today. Enjoy.
Very good to be with other people practicing today. And just feeling how the support of other people allows us, if, if we experience this, to get past the initial sense of resistance that we might have to settling in for practice. For many of us, there's that thing in the mind that that sort of conditioned um, conditioned string of agendas and motivations that really doesn't like to stop because it fears losing control. As we sit down to practice, coming home to the body. Pulling all that mind energy from all its various directions and allowing it to rest here, right now. There may be this awareness that when we do this, we never quite know what's going to happen. Of course, there's certain things we can know. We can choose to bookmark outside concerns, leave those outside the door. We can choose to let our attention rest lightly on the experience of the breath as it enters and exits the body. Beyond that, we often don't know which of our priorities is going to get reshuffled or maybe even let go of for the day. Maybe things that seemed very urgent before they sort of come into perspective and they fall down the list. Other things we may not have even remembered come into awareness as we make space. And we might have that feeling of, oh yeah, I meant to take care of that one thing. So for this period of time, we're going to do what is very typical in meditation practice, which is to do the opposite of what the comfort junkie part of the mind often wants to do, which is we're going to look straight at this recognition that we are not in control. And allowing ourselves even just to reflect on the weather. And 
the way that a change in weather can change our plans, can affect livelihood. Shows us the magnificence and the power of the natural world and also what can seem to us like its capriciousness. not in control of it and yet in general we are supported by it supported by sun and rain supported by oxygen in the air supported by trees that happily take the carbon dioxide we exhale even supported by the size of this earth. The size of this earth that holds just enough gravity to keep us flying away and yet with a light enough touch that we can walk, run, jump up and down. None of us individually could have thought of all of the things needed to support life in this world. And yet here it is for us. A good thing we are not in control. Just feeling what it's like in the body to recognize this sense of not having to be in control and yet being supported.
then there's the illusion of control that we have regarding other people. Notice even any tightening in the body or quickening of the heart or any other physical symptom of this, this sense of feeling a need or an obligation or a responsibility to try to control the actions of other people. How quickly that steals clarity if we allow ourselves to go down that road. How quickly even the body starts to feel a little sick with the effort. Thinking if we use the right words, the right tone, the right meme, that we can somehow control what other people are doing. Maybe giving yourself a chance to relax out of that by bringing to mind times that something turned out even better than you could have engineered it, even if you'd had the power. Times when situations worked out for the best and it was a good thing that you weren't in control of another person's choices or actions. Maybe paradoxically allowing yourself to bring to mind those times where when you relaxed an agenda and just opened your heart to another person or people, things began to flow in a more useful, wise, kind direction. when hanging on to your views, your need to be right, became less important than these heart qualities of goodwill, of compassion for other people, respect for their, their dignity, even their right to make mistakes if that's what was going on.
maybe allowing the body to soak that in, to take that in an instance where you can honestly say to yourself, boy, it's a good thing I was not in charge. It's a good thing I was not in control of what that other person did. And then, of course, there's our illusion that we suffer so much from thinking that we're supposed to be in control of all our thoughts and feelings. Noticing any tension that you experience in the body. Even as I have that thought, it's like, almost like feeling like a headband of tension around my temples and forehead. And then relaxing into the truth. As the Rumi poem says, this being human is a guest house. All kinds of things arise. They arise whether we wanted them to or not. We can notice physically feeling what it's like as these guests enter in and allowing them to come and go without attaching pride or shame to any of them. Without attaching a sense of me or mine to any of them.
Maybe he's noticing how when you are with whatever you are thinking and feeling right now, you can allow yourself to be interested, even to be surprised. But either way, fully alive, fully aware. This is what's passing through right now. And of course, that paradox that we don't have direct control and yet there are certain feelings and thoughts that we invite back by the cultivation of certain habits, the company we keep, the reading or talking or listening we engage in. all of the ways that we feed the senses, recognizing we experience these indirect long-term effects on the types of thoughts and feelings we regularly encounter. So even allowing ourselves to notice the thoughts and feelings we experience, using them as information, not information about who we are, but about what this mind, body, heart may need right now. Is there a need for some groundedness? Is there a need for some spaciousness? Is there a need for food or medicine or sleep? for noble friendship, whatever it might be. And we can become grateful that I'm not in charge of the thoughts and feelings that arise. Otherwise, I would never allow anything unpleasant to arise and I would miss important indicators that I may need something. And so even here, relaxing in gratitude over not being in charge.
Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Deep South Dharma Podcast. We hope you'll feel welcome to share this with anyone you think would find it useful. And as always, feel free to message us your feedback, questions, or topics of interest. Until we meet again, take good care of this body, mind, and heart.